Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the podcast called The Dictionary. Um, yeah. So, if you would like to review this uh, podcast, this whole show, I would sure would appreciate it if you reviewed it, uh, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Um, it's fairly early. My mouth and my lips and my voice are not warmed up yet. Ooh. All right, now we're good. Um, and then if you want to email me, it's dictionarypod at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on social media and see the pictures and the silly captions I post, that's Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and at dictionarypod is where you can find that. Um, and I don't think I should make a TikTok and I have some old, eh, we'll talk about YouTube another time. Once I actually get going in a regular schedule for YouTube, maybe I'll do that. All right. The first word in this episode is clamp. C-L-A-M-P, second form, verb, uh, just transitive from 1683. One, to fasten with or as if with a clamp. As in, clamp two boards together. 2A, to place by decree. Synonym is impose. And this is often used with the word on, as in, clamped on a curfew after the riots. And then 2B, to hold tightly. If you are hugging somebody, you should say, we're clamping. That's a very odd thing to do, but I think you should do it. Let's clamp. Uh, next is clamp down, noun from 1940, the act or action of making regulations and restrictions more stringent, as in a clamp down on charge accounts, bank loans, and other inflationary influences. That's a quote from Time. Next is clamp down, but this one is two words. The other one was one word. This is an intransitive verb from 1938 to impose restrictions, and the synonym is crack down, two words, as in the police are clamping down on speeders. So you better watch your speed. Next is clams casino. Clams Casino, two words, noun from 1908. Clams on the half shell, usually topped with green pepper and baked or broiled. So uh, it's clams cut in half uh, with green pepper. My dad hates green pepper. I feel like most people agree that green peppers are the worst of the peppers, the bell peppers. Uh, so who, who made this up? Why is it? And are they only sold in casinos? What happened here? Uh, often baked or boiled. I honestly don't know if I've ever eaten a clam, and I don't think I will. Same with oysters. Oysters. All right, next is clam shell. Noun from circa 1520. One, the shell of a clam. 2A, a bucket or grapple having two hinged jaws. Grapple is like apple with a gur. Uh, and the example of that would be on a dredge. Grapple as on a dredge. 2B, an excavating machine having a clam shell. 2C, either of a pair of doors, as in an airplane tail, that open out and away from each other. It's just, it's like French doors. Clam shell doors? Hmm. 2D, a hinged container, case, or cover that opens like a shell of a clam. Uh, there's no etymology for this. Moving on to clam up two words. Intransitive verb from 1916. To become silent. As in, clammed up. 
and refused to talk. Next is clam worm, two words noun from 1885, any of several large burrowing polychaite worms, what is that word, often used as bait. And the example of this worm is a nereid, or nereid, nereid, maybe that's it. But what is this poly word? P-O-L-Y-C-H-A-E-T-E, polychaite, polychaite, polychaite. I don't know. I have to wait till the peas. Um, yeah. All right. It's a clam worm. But why is it a clam worm? Do they clam up? Are they? Do the do the do the clams eat them? I don't think the clams would eat them. Maybe they would. I don't know. Possibly. All right. Next is clan. We've finished all the clam worms words. Now we're in the clan words. Uh, I suspect we will not be happy at some point here. Uh, this is a noun from the 15th century, 1A, a Celtic group, especially in the Scottish Highlands, comprising a number of households whose heads claim descent from a common ancestor. 1B, a group of people tracing descent from a common ancestor, and the synonym is family. We're all a family, we're all a clan. Number two, a group united by a common interest or common characteristics. This is from Scottish Gaelic, clan with two N's, which means offspring or clan. From the Old Irish, clanned with a D, which means plant or offspring. And then also from the Latin word planta, which means plant. You've, you've planted your kids in the ground. Uh, next we have, okay, you can say this a bunch of different ways clandestine, 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 or you can emphasize the first syllable, so it would be clandestine, and then also the different endings. Clandestine, I like to say, what do I like to say? Clandestine, I'll say that. Okay, this is an adjective from circa 1528, marked by, held in, or conducted with secrecy. And the synonym is surreptitious, as in a clandestine love affair. And then another synonym is the word secret. Clandestinely is an adverb. Clandestineness is a noun. Clandestinity is a noun. And the etymology says, let's see, from the Latin clandestinus, which is from clam or clam, uh, which means secretly. It's akin to the Latin celare, which means to hide. And there's more at the word hell. Yeah. Next is clang. C-L-A-N-G. First form verb from 1576, starting with intransitive. 1A. To make a loud metallic ringing sound, as in anvils clanged. I love it when I accidentally hit something metal and it makes a very cool sound especially when there's water in it like our cats have little water bowls and if you're like emptying the water and you hit it right at the beginning and the water's emptying at the same time it makes a very cool sound i like the clangs 1b to go with a clang 2 to utter the characteristic harsh cry of a bird clang uh, now transitive verb to cause to clang as in clang a bell this is from the Latin clangere, which is akin to the Greek klazine or klazine, which means to scream or bark. From the Old English 
Hilalhan. I don't know what that means, but that means to laugh, which is what I just did. I Hilalhan. Uh, all right. Next is the second form of clang, noun from 1557. One, a loud ringing metallic sound, as in the clang of a fire alarm. Number two, a harsh cry of a bird, as a crane or goose. The sound, the harsh cry, the sound of a crane or a goose is called a clang? I mean, it makes sense for a crane, a crane to make a clang, maybe, but I never heard, I never knew that they were called a, a clang, that harsh cry. Hmm. Honk. Next is clanger, noun from 1948. It is British, and it means a conspicuous blunder. And this is often used in the phrase, drop a clanger. A conspicuous blunder. That is, seems highly specific. Why can't I say that word? So you blundered, but it was, it was in front of everybody. It wasn't inconspicuous. You blundered big in front of everybody. Sometimes we say it's a party foul, uh, but it's often, drop a clanger. All right. If you are British, can you please email me or send me a message on Twitter or Instagram and, or, or a voicemail? There's the voicemail number, uh, Google Voice. You can leave a voicemail. Uh, what is what is drop a clanger? Give me some more context, please. Give me an example. Okay, next is clanger again, but it's spelled with an O-R at the end. This is the first form, noun from 1593. A resounding clang or medley of clangs, as in the clanger of hammers. Clangorous is an adjective, and clangorously is an adverb. Second form of clangor, I, I can say clangor. This is an intransitive verb from 1837, to make a clangor. Now we have <laughs> clangor again, <laughs> uh, but this time it is spelled with an O-U-R at the end. This is the chiefly British variation of clangor with no U. No U, no U. No you, no you, no you, no you. Next is clank. Oh, and I think I got a sneeze. <coughs> there we go. Clank, last word. We got two forms in this episode. C-L-A-N-K. First form, verb from 1656, uh, starting with intransitive. One, to make a clank or series of clanks, as in the radiator hissed and clanked. Two, to go with or as if with a clank, as in tanks clanking through the streets. Whoa, tanks clanking. I like that sound. Clanking tanks. Uh, Spencer and the clanking tanks. Now we have transitive to cause to clank. Clankingly is an adverb. And then the second form of clank, noun from 1656, a sharp, brief, metallic ringing sound. We have so many sound words. So, the words in this episode today were clamp, clamp down, clamp down, clams casino, clamshell, clamp up. I think I said clamp up. It's clam up. Clam worm. Clan, clandestine, clang, clanger, 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 clank. Ooh, boy. Which one do I like? I think I like maybe one of the sound words let's take a look at those mm, don't think i'm gonna pick those all right let's pick clang as the word of the episode maybe if i am inspired and motivated to actually record something i shall record a, a clang or maybe a clank which one will it be i'm not sure 
it depends on what it sounds like. And then also your opinion on what those words actually sound like. Clang? Clank? We'll find out. Maybe I'll try both. All right. Clang. We'll see. I can't... I'm not going to make a sound with a... I mean, a song with a clang. That's just too much work right now. Clang, a clang, 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 clang. In North Korea, it is day of victory in the Great Fatherland Liberation War. Hmm. That's North Korea. Uh, the Philippines. Iglesia ni Cristo Day. Puerto Rico. Jose Celso or Kelso Barbosa Day. In Vietnam, Martyrs and Wounded Soldiers Day. And does this page have anything else? In, let's see, Cuba. Revolution Anniversary Celebration. Finland has, oh, National Sleepyhead Day. It's also called Seven Sleepers Day. I want to know where that came from. It's also National New Jersey Day. Yay, New Jersey. In, uh, okay, fun holiday times. It's National Creme Brulee Day and also National Scotch Day. I don't even remember the last time I had a creme brulee. And I'm sure I've had scotch, but it's not a thing I drink very often, so... Would they go well together? If you're an expert on both of these, scotch and creme brulee, do they go well together? I'm not so sure about that. But maybe, maybe we can make that happen. Maybe we can have a scotch-flavored creme brulee. Mmm. All right. I think that's the end of the episode. It's also the end of page 227. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.